0: Welcome to One Stop Shop, a weekly podcast that helps ambitious e-commerce entrepreneurs learn from the best. Brought to you by Convergio. To learn more about managing all of your e-commerce tools, channels, and strategies from one dashboard, visit Convergio.com. Hey there, ADP Pinar here, founder of Convergio, and I previously co-founded WooThemes and WooCommerce and in today's video I want to talk about the four must-have segments that you need in your email marketing When we talk about the four must-have segments I firstly want to refer to you to a video that I did a couple of weeks ago um, Which is the simplest marketing funnel for for email um, in the world, right? which had a four-step process and i'm not going to go into detail but we'll do a quick recap and the four-step process in that funnel right was call traffic i.e any traffic to your websites um, identifying those and capturing them as prospects i.e getting them as a subscriber of sorts then kind of you know nurturing those prospects to become first-time customers and then eventually kind of getting those first-time customers to become repeat customers so when I think about these must have segments then, it's very much based around that funnel and we're gonna extend a little bit of that uh, towards the end when we talk about kind of you know, lapsed customers or inactive customers and I'll get into that just now. But do check back um, and have a look at that video. It's only a couple of minutes. Um, it's one of our most watched videos as well and it will definitely kind of you know, lay the groundwork, at least lay the foundation in terms of what your email marketing funnel should look like. So for the four segments, uh, I want to make it easy for you um, in the sense that I've got four E's, right? And the four E's relates to kind of the, almost the, the aim um, and the kind of you know, philosophy or ideology for each of these segments. And they are uh, entry, so thinking about entry, engagement, um, engage, extend, extension, um, and exit, eventually right so we'll discuss those those four e's um, as we get into these four must have you know segments right so let's get started the very first segment is as prospects and this is where we think about entry right so for these prospects they have not made a purchase from you yet they have just joined your mailing list um you know for example they just become known to you maybe through kind of a band card capture doesn't matter what you want to do with them in that kind of your entry process is you essentially want to kind of you know, shape relationship or create a container for, you know, in which they can learn more about you. So there's a couple of things that you want to do in your emails here is you definitely want to kind of you know, get them talking. Right. So getting them even in a one on one kind of your know, conversation going about how they found you what they were looking for, what kind of things they're interested in, that will definitely get, give you an opportunity to kind of build, start building a relationship, but also learn about how you can potentially you know sell to them. Beyond that, you also want to do some kind of you know marketing from your side in the sense that you want to expose them to, to your brand. So kind of telling them more about you, people behind the business, what you stand for, why you sell the products you do, um, and then you also want to help them kind of you know navigate you know, through your whole product catalog, and especially kind of discover some products that they would like. So having some kind of, you know, tailored, you know, product recommendations is very helpful here, just even if it's just based on their, their browsing history on on the website, that is very helpful. And then through doing those things, i.e. getting them to talk to you, um, and you telling you know the the prospect more about you is you want to try different kind of you know angles or tactics to get them to make that kind of first purchase, right? So whether that's offering them a discount of some sorts, um, whether it's perhaps offering them a kind of very exclusive product, um, or some kind of you know maybe some buy one get one free, you know offer if that's kind of applicable to your products, but trying a few of those kind of you know things that's always kind of the tip is always. Make them time sensitive at least, um, but use multiple of those within the period like doesn't matter what your kind of your welcome sequence for prospects looks like or the time frame for that, but using multiple of them to get them and nudge them over the line. The second segment here is you want to think about first time customers um, and this is where we think about engagement right so first first e was entry the second is engage and what I mean with engagement is this is a customer. That or someone that's just made that first purchase, and you now want to kind of really create the best kind of you know foundation for them to eventually you know and hopefully become a repeat loyal kind of you know high spending customer with you that have um, you know kind of that higher lifetime value over time, and. The stats are, are in favor of this, right? In the sense that once someone makes one purchase with you, um, the likelihood that they will kind of you know, come back and make another purchase is about 27%. Um, and if you can get them to make the second purchase, that likelihood goes up to, for a subsequent purchase, actually goes up to 54%, right? And that's why building that relationship over time um, kind of should theoretically be you know, compo- you know, or more profitable for you, which is kind of which aligns with your goal then of taking that first time customer taking that sit in your segment and kind of make getting them to make that repeat purchase as soon as possible so for kind of in this case what you really want to be doing um, is kind of upselling fantastic if your products kind of lends itself to that upselling is a fantastic thing selling them um, a higher value product than what they kind of just purchased um, is a good idea cross selling um in the sense that kind of because you now have more data about what their interests are, you know what they purchased um, and if you have complementary products, that's a fantastic way to kind of you know do that. Um, and generally you just want to use that kind of your know, basis as a way to help them you know kind of explore more of your your product catalog over time right um the other thing that is very helpful here is to if you have a loyalty and rewards kind of program is to from that kind of first purchase you know use a simple post-purchase email and get them to actually sign up to to loyalty and rewards program because that has a nice psychological kind of you know effect in the sense that you are creating and communicating expectation to them which is let's kind of go deeper into this relationship let's become loyal to each other um you know and kind of I will reward you if you make future purchases or take, you know, other actions. So that's a nice kind of, again, you know, in terms of establishing a good foundation for higher lifetime value over time, that's a kind of fantastic technique. And what what we found is, you know, Kind of, it's. It, I think it's a given that you would use some kind of pur- you know, purchase, you know, email sequence specifically for your first-time customers um, to welcome them into your brand and into your kind of, you know, greater, you know, community. Um, but you should definitely be using your email receipts as well. Email receipts have a fantastic engagement. Um, I mean, we're talking uh, across the, the multi-millions of receipts we've you know, converged our sent in the last year, you know, four years. We're still seeing 10% you know, plus click rates on email receipts. So it's a massive engagement. Um, and it's specifically great for first-time customers because you can give them a discount coupon, you can recommend more products and you can actually get them to make that second purchase, you know, just like that. Maybe not just like that, but you get the point. Let's get into the third segment here, which is to think about repeat customers. Um, and the e-word here is extend. So we're going from entry, engage, and then extend. And here, kind of, we want to start building on what we have, right? So initially, with first-time customers, we were laying groundwork, and now we really want to kind of, you know, extend. Um, the kind of the relationship we have with that customer um, but also it's just kind of the value that we can get from that relationship and there's multiple ways to do that so firstly the kind of the, the aim here is to really look at repeat purchase rates and how you can get those repeat customers to spend with you more frequently because ultimately that will be the biggest driver of their lifetime value. And similarly to kind of your first time customers, upselling, cross selling, um, perhaps bringing in some exclusive offers. So if someone has spent X amount of money with you, they suddenly get access to some exclusive offers, whether it's discount or exclusive products, or maybe it's some kind of experiential thing, right? Maybe um, you have a more kind of, you know, locally focused business, um, and you can invite them to an event, for example. But what you want to figure out is how kind of what incentives can you use for this you know group of you know customers this segment of repeat customers to entice them and get them to kind of um basically kind of oh i've lost my words there right but get them to increase their repurchase rate those are the words so definitely think about that And then the other thing about extending here is like we the theory is someone that has kind of spent you know money with you on more than one occasion bought more than one product from you they are generally kind of also your happier customers right so i don't think um you know unhappy customers would stop purchasing from you right so what you can do is to tap into your best customers here and perhaps do things that don't scale so really start thinking about building a more one-on-one relationship you know with some of those customers and then purposefully or specifically and purposefully getting some of them to you know participate in your referral program so whether that's you know whether you have something formalized or structured at least in you know, terms of a rewards program where you know they can refer and earn points or whatever, or perhaps referral. It's a simple referral that just kind of you know they get X you know you know discounts if they refer a friend. Um, maybe it's as you know as I said, maybe it's structured like that, but maybe it's also just one-on-one, and you're just asking kind of your customer John, like, hey, is there anyone that you know? Maybe you have a family member um, that might like our products. Can you connect me with them? Right? So again, like thinking about... Because these are your best customers. right? So you can probably spend more one-on-one time um, with them and just use an automated email to at least flag those opportunities um, and start that conversation. And then once that conversation started, you can work with those customers in a one-on-one basis. So finally, the fourth segment here is to think about your lapsed, customers or inactive you know, customers. Um, and the E word here is exit, unfortunately. So we're going entry, engage, extend, and exit, right? So exit sounds sounds crappy, but here's the kind of what I mean with this, right? So a lapsed customer is essentially someone that has not purchased um, on the same kind of reper- repeat purchase rates that your best customers have. And you can also kind of extend that and think about when someone stops reading or engaging with the email. So they stop kind of opening, they stop clicking, right? And there's a couple of things that I think that you can try here, right? So the first thing is what we like doing is, Always a nice touch. So, you know, one exactly one year after someone's first purchase is actually just sending them email and kind of almost having like a little mock birthday of their first purchase or mock anniversary of some kind um, and celebrating that with discount. So that's generally, I mean, it doesn't just work with lapsed customers. It can also work with, you know, first, you know, kind of you know, but recent first-time customers and um, or repeat customers. But that's generally a good kind of your know, tactic with um, with lap customers to bring them back in. And the reason why that works well is because it has a nice emotive kind of, you know, feel to it. Um, And that's what you need to do with, you know, lapsed customers is to really kind of, you know, pull in a little bit more kind of, you know, emotion. Um, You know, put a sad face on like, hey, it's like, you know, kind of really sucks that we're not seeing you around, blah, 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 because you have to kind of consider that this customer is already kind of disengaged and it probably takes something a little more striking, a little more direct uh, to get them to come back in. So definitely think about emotive language. And after, as I said, you can do these things in an automated way. Once that kind of, whatever sequence you have, whether it's three, four or five emails, once they become inactive, um, if you can't win them back, and this is where we start thinking about exiting, I would actually encourage you to kind of unsubscribe that, you know, kind of, you know, customer from your list. Ultimately, you don't want disengaged, you know, customers on your list. Send, continuing to send emails to them, um, increases the likelihood that they might mark you as spam, but all kind of, you know, ISPs or mailbox providers are looking at kind of that engagement of your emails, seeing that you're not getting that engagement, um, and they actually kind of, you know, mark you down for that. And over time, that does have an effect on your domain reputation, um, as well as your email deliverability. So definitely think about, as I said, kind of some kind of, you know, graceful exit, take that customer out to the posture. Um, if they are not kind of, if they're not engaged, they're not coming back from, you and know, making purchase, and they're not reading your emails. So let's quickly recap. So the four E's that I want you to remember when you think about your four must have uh, customer segments for your email marketing is entry, engage, extend, and exit. And the four customer segments are uh, your prospects, first time customers, repeat customers, and then your lapsed or inactive customers. I hope this video was helpful, even though I completely lost my train of thought somewhere in the middle there. So forgive me for that. Um, But if you stuck with me, as I said, I hope you learned something. Um, Please tell me in the comments how I can help out or if you have any questions about today's video. Otherwise, I'll see you next week, cheers. One Stop Shop is a production of Convergio. Learn how to manage all of the marketing tools, channels, and strategies that you need from one dashboard by visiting Convergio.com. This podcast was produced in partnership with Come Alive Creative. For help building, improving, and marketing your e-commerce store, visit ComeAliveCreative.com. To listen to more episodes or to give us a rating, please visit Convergio.com forward slash iTunes.